Dang it. Putter. 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 Put. Sound putt. check. Sound check. Putt stuff. Putt, putt stuff. Putter. Putting, putting stuff. Putter. Putting stuff. The putt stuff. We are going to putt things in order. Welcome to another edition of Average Golfers Only. I'm Wyatt. And I'm Edwin. And we are excited to have you all back listening to the putting episode. We are calling it Putt Stuff. Yeah. Wyatt sent me the notes for this episode and I read the title and I laughed out loud. Good you job, like man. that? A little, that bit of, a good l- little bit of like a subtle pun there, right? How did you come up with that? Um, well, I don't want to get into it, oh, but you know, does it, there was, does it involve there, there was that it, have diamond tips? There, <laughs> there was some inspiration. <laughs> oh God. But we have breaking news. Um, if you've been listening to the past couple episodes, then you've kind of been following along as the saga began two episodes ago. But yes, two episodes or last episode? Uh, well, the saga began we talked about it two episodes ago, yes. but the saga begins was the title of last episode. So that's where things came to fruition a little more. But do you want to break the news to them? The club fitting is scheduled officially for next. Well, a, whatever ne- this, whenever ne- this releases, it's next, so, yeah. it's next, thir- it's next Thursday. So, you know, it's, it's coming, it's coming up upon us. We're going to do the club fitting. Yep. We're going to record video and that's going to be the video that launches. Hello. Hey, careful over there, buddy. That's going to be the video that launches the YouTube channel. Yes. The AGO YouTube channel. If you don't know what AGO is, it's average golfers only. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to launch the video or it's going to launch the channel. And uh, after the fitting, or, or we're gonna make it, a, we're gonna make it a fun time. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have the place to ourselves. You know, shoutouts to uh, Ryan and the Golf Guys crew for having letting us do that. Absolutely, but being I'm, very accommodative. Yeah, I'm gonna have a. You know, we're gonna have fun, but you know, Daddy's gonna spend a lot of money, okay? <laughs> and I want to make sure I get a good fitting. Yes, yes, and all that jazz. But uh, yeah, and then uh, first time ever. Recording a podcast off-site mm-hmm. with Ryan and uh, our buddy Captain James Webb. Yes. Um, we're all, we're all going to be mic'd up. It's going to be great, man. Yep. I'm excited. It's going to be a fun time. It's going to be... Uh, we're going we're gonna to get a lot of good content that evening. Yeah. And maybe we should do... Um, just, thought of the, just thought of this now in a, a part of the video. Maybe do like a long drive, you know? Something on the sim oh yeah, i like you know, that okay with my, with with my new driver maybe I, maybe something will come out of it <laughs> pro- realizations pro- maybe probably not but no i agree with that yeah i like that a lot we should do that bring our bring our i'll bring my driver ryan's clubs are with him at all times yeah jamie i'll have jamie bring his driver and we'll do a little long drive comp well, at the R- end ryan will have a store full of clubs he can just put together whatever club yeah. he wants well no shut he, everyone down well he, he's been playing i think he's been gaming that same one that he played with us that mm. new that new acra shaft that they just came out with and then he's got the stealth that gold ass shaft yeah and then he's got the stealth nine degree head i think i don't know in his yeah he hits the shit out of it though fuck yeah he does yep he's got a nice low ball flight i like yeah. that that's how i used to hit it i'm just uh I, I just like his iron strikes. He just digs yeah. into the ground. Yep. Ball first. Of course. So, without further ado, let's get into the putting episode. Putting. I have no problems with my putting. I'm an epic putter. Um, I drain everything. Okay. I put, I, if, I, if I miss it, okay. it's like Tiger Woods at what, 2008 US Open or whatever that one was. The balls are halfway in. Yeah. Never fly past it never yeah. too short too right i'm always lipping in dude. so your perfect speed your per- perfect, perfect dying speed, speed yep. every single yep. time what i do is i set up and then i get there and then i switch to the claw and everyone around me is like oh my god he's doing the claw right now this is crazy and then i go back to normal grip and put it and make it in so you really you people are on the edge of their seat clinching their yep. sphincters it, this yeah. whole time yep. yeah wow nice sphincter <laughs> Good one. All right, dude. so let's. No, I suck at putting. Le- <laughs> Thanks for. That. Again, our listeners are on the edge of their seat, clinching their sphincters. Yes, which one? Uh, you know, you know which one. You know which one I'm talking Your about, honey. One. You know which one I'm talking about. So, um, 
I guess that leads me into like the first portion of of the the putting episode. Is that like what what type of putter fits your eye best? Mine. Like what do you? Well, okay, but you. What would we call yours? Are you are you kind of a mid mallet? I don't know. It's the. Um, I don't know. It's 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 like the hammer with the little half moon. What is what is well, that grab called? It. Just grab it. Please don't run over the other putters there. Oh, Thank you. You put it in a bad spot. Well, Chuck should have had those prepared for us. So Edwin's current gamer is Oh, waiting on, waiting on you, Bucko. <laughs> Sorry, dude. This was given to me by somebody for free. Oh wow, the shaft is all jacked up. Okay, tell cool. us what type what what oh, putter is it? It's an Odyssey it, uh works. O works, zero works, okay. D works, D no, O works the, black. The O is for Odyssey. Oh so it's just the works. Oh, yeah. The Odyssey works. <laughs> black edition and that's kind of like i think we consider that a that's a plumber's neck mid mallet um plumber's so, neck what the fuck is that that's the neck that's a plumber like a like a pipe you know how pipes bend like okay. on 90 uh, degrees mm, wow wow don't know anything about putters um, but i know the sound it makes so yeah this putter is um i think it's probably like a two like a 2019 uh odyssey works mid mallet um it's, it feels really nice. I've putted with it a couple times when we've been out. It's got a lot of nice weight in the head. Um, it's a good-looking putter, too. For the longest time, I was uh, used to just, like, the hammer. What's it called? Mallet? Uh, blade. I was, a blade. Uh, I, had, I, had, <laughs> I had an old... Uh, who was that guy? Bear? Golden Bear or whatever? Arnold Palmer? Yeah. One of those, like, old-school, like, or is Jack, sports authority. Or is, Jack, or is Jack Nicholas the Golden Bear? Yeah, that, Jack Nicholas. Okay, is yeah, bear. yeah. Jesus. Yeah. What am I? <laughs> wow. Average golfers, average golf historians as well. R.I.P. Arnold Palmer. That was about as bad for me as the whole fucking four or five majors thing. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> shit. We're probably going to get into that maybe like a year or two about uh, the live stuff. Yeah. Um, I had a regular mallet for the longest time. No, blade. Blade. Sorry, blade for the longest time, and I. I put it so well with that, and then this was given to me, mm-hmm. and then this just felt like alien to me, and then eventually I just got got you used know, to it. Got used to it. You um, so interesting. Grab that one, the one in the um, the one behind you that's not the mallet, the blade. Yeah, that one. No, no yeah, that one. Pull that cover off. So this is so this is a new this is a new port, um, Scotty Cameron black but that's are you telling me that that's the type that you were hitting with like a traditional blade like traditional blade like that and then even now that i'm looking at edwin's putter a little closer too it's i don't even know if you'd really call this a mid mallet this is just kind of like a round back blade around it's like a round back blade because it's still like single construction whereas that whereas the other one behind you there in the other cover that is considered a mallet like a full mallet which that's, that's the like, Phantom. That's the the new the Scotty Cameron Phantom. Um, five, I think it's the five. All right, so that's my current gamer. So for those that are confused right now, why are there so many putters in this studio right now? It's because just like uh, last episode, we talked to James Webb, mm-hmm. and uh, he's a hoarder of all club equipment. Um, Wyatt is a hoarder of specifically Scotty Cameron putters <laughs> it's insane he's got one wrapped up brand new in a little freaking sleeve it's the brand for for all of you listening it's the brand new jet set release again thanks ryan bailey for the hookup um i uh i went with the newport um yeah just the newport plumber neck right now but then once he gets the newport two plus in i want to um i want to possibly snag that one in place of this or i want to compare them next to each other um, so that's a cool limited release. Glad I glad I was able to snag that. I feel like if I were to get a Scotty Cameron, it would be one of these one of these mallets. Yeah, which that's a Phantom X five, right? Yeah, yeah. I just so feel like face, I can feel face. the weight more versus yeah. those ma- uh, those blades, blades. Like a, more I of keep a blade type. That. Yeah, those blades. I just feel light straight through. It's so weird. Which again, I don't know what the head weight of this is. Just from the fact, this is just a factory, you know, Phantom uh, five face balanced. Um, as compared to the blades we were just talking about are more they have a much more toe hang which promotes which this leads us into the next portion of the putting episode here is the what kind of putting stroke should we get a sorry because you're you're very toe up should we real quick should 
when we switch segments, should we get like a little jingle? No, absolutely not. <laughs> just, I'm going to search for a cool little jingle. That's just stupid. That's kind of corny, you know? All right. Well, what was the question, sir? What what, what, what did you just do there? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Um, no, what I was saying is the... What is your what is your putting stroke like? Like, do you are you more of an open? Do you have like an arc where you open the face a bit and then bring it back to closed? Because the purpose of me going with a face balanced mallet like this mm-hmm. from a blade, which I've always played, was to promote more of a straight back, straight through. So keep the face square the entire time, which it should. I feel like that's my putting stroke. Yeah, you you try and bring it straight back and straight through. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I guess. It depends because right right before I putt, I kind of like bend, uh, tuck my elbows in, okay, real tight to your torso, to to my, to my torso, tuck them in real t- real tight and just do like a little you know back and forth without any wrist hinge or whatsoever. So whatever that promotes, I don't know. Well, naturally that would promote the face opening. Okay, you know I mean you would. It, this is more more of a straight more of a straight back and straight through. Yeah would be this but you're you're kind of almost keeping you're almost keeping the face shut the entire time you know what i'm saying okay so you're you're putting more wrist in there no not necessarily that but you're just kind of like instead of just like pulling it away yeah and coming through what i try and do is i try and just keep my left shoulder low more uh and that promotes straight back straight through for me for me just personally, I don't know that that's n- the right way to do it, but yeah. that's what feels good to me. And I've been putting, I've always been a pretty good putter, mm-hmm. but with this, I, I have, I feel like I have way more confidence and then that therefore translates into more made putts Yeah, because, because it's just a much larger head to look at again, uh, switching from to a mallet from a blade and there's so much more the MOI on moi, this, moi. the, the MOI stands for what Edwin? uh mom's orthopedic massive inertia okay um is just is more and it spreads the weight more evenly across the face whereas in a blade the sweet spot is so much smaller whereas this you could you could miss it over here a little bit or you could miss it over here just outside of the middle and you would still get of very similar (coughs) kind of speed and and um and face angle Okay, so I, then I take I take my uh, my last comment back. I guess I'm kind of like an arky one, because when I tuck my elbows in, I and I make and I remember to tuck my elbows in mm-hmm. and kind of do that like triangle yeah. form, just hinge back, hinge through. Yeah. Ob- obviously, I can't see myself putting. I'm looking at a top down angle. Yeah. I guess I'm going like into out to, and yeah. then at impact. I'm square. That's what that's what I'm thinking you're doing yeah. because I've noticed with your putting, which again you're not a bad putter at all. That's I wouldn't say that's the weak point of your game. The best putter out of all of them. But okay, yeah, okay, okay. bullshit. Sorry. But nah, yeah, we can. Actually, pro- there's there's I, there's no. st- where there's statistics out there that can prove that. Actually, we shoot in the 70s. Genuinely, you don't. Well, you know, you 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 get to the green in less shots than me. Actually, everyone gets to the green in less shots than me. <laughs> but I will I will say out of everyone, I think. Um, I think, you know, and don't let this get to your head. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think you're the best putter out of this group. I appreciate that. Okay. You've sunk we, some we bullshit. Are, we are friends. Yeah. When you're like four feet out and it's for competition, I can, I already consider it made. Yeah. I appreciate you know? that. And then when you miss it, you, you, I break things. You, you don't break things. You just, you just drop your hands and stare down. I get so dejected for, and we're all already like in the carts. Yeah, that is that you're, that is a yeah, great point. That's that hilarious. And I can't um, wait to get that on. Uh, well, I appreciate that. That was, film. that was very nice of you to mm-hmm. say. Um, now say something nice to me. Well, I've already said, I think you're not a bad putter at all. all the, right. the, well, the, I'll, the I'll thing, accept that. The thing I was going to about was to nice get into payment. The thing I was about to get into though, and this is something that Jamie and Mark have told me all the time is that I used to, before I, when I was putting with a blade, I used to be very toe up when yeah. I would be putting. And what that was doing for me was because I don't necessarily love an, an open to shut putting stroke. That promotes that? That promote no, no, it just, it was helping me get the face back to square. Yeah. When. You're still toe up. When I'm swinging. 
Even with the mallet? Yeah. Really? You throw the fuck up, dude. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's see, but I'm much less with the mallet because the mallet at being being this larger body construction, I, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think about getting this whole surface flat on the putting surface before I putt. Now, so, at the so end, if I... stand closer to the ball to... More upright. Yeah. Yes. I'm more, I'm, I'm more upright with this than I am with a blade. And I feel like you're very toe up with that putter. And I don't know if that's because you have long arms and you just are like, that feels comfortable to hang them straight down and then that gets the toe up. But I think that you would benefit from getting a little more upright like getting over the ball less and standing upright a little more, I think that would help you with the putting stroke. Yeah, I I feel like I put my best when I remember to tuck my elbows in. That way, I don't have introduced any sort of wrist wrist action to it. Yeah, you know. But uh, I can't tell if I'm toe up or not. Maybe we'll have to do like a, a comparison of each, everyone. You know, myself, you, Jamie, Mark, mm-hmm. Sean, yeah, Nick. And just do like a close up picture of our putting. Nick wins. Nick went. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I take it back. Nick's Nick, the best. Nick out Wade, of all of us. Nick, yeah. Nick Wage wins. Never mind. He's he's his short game is is pretty clutch. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, he's the most accurate driver of the ball in our entire group. He's got the, the most shots. Yeah. In, in his arsenal, he does. He does. Yeah. And he proved it that episode. Yes. <laughs> at San Carlos, shooting a sixty-eight. Yeah. Never seeing the course before. Yeah. Jesus. So um, the record was sixty-two. I talked to the guy. Oh, that's what he said. Yeah. So ten under. But it was like all official and shit. Oh no, nine under. In an official like tracked yeah. round. Yeah. Like you uh, have to have a uh, actual US, USGA handicap. Nice. Um. So, w- let me paint a scenario for you. Ball, <laughs> balls in the middle of the green. Pin. Paint me like one of your French girls. No. <laughs> I like German women. Uh, okay uh so when you're when you're assessing a putt what 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 do you look for when you're walking up your ball's there you mark it you step off you're assessing okay how what's the easiest way and the most efficacious way to get my ball into the bottom of the cup are you looking at slope? Are you looking? Do you so, even see the grain? No, I know exactly. Uphill, uh, downhill. Like, give me the. I pretty much have the same putting routine that I've had for a while, but obviously, when we're playing public courses, we're not pros or anything. Mm-hmm. There, there, there is no time limit, but there's pace of play, and I generally stand behind the ball. Go, I go down, and I get a general quickie of if it's going to break left <laughs> why or right. are you making so many sexual references <laughs> <It's> right <funny>. now <laughs> i get a general sense of if it's going to go left going to go right okay. how much i'm not too exact okay whatever once i get that i step up to the ball practice strokes but when i'm practice stroking i'm mainly my whole focus when i putt and read a putt is if i remember to do the elbow thing yeah, yeah. but the whole focus is uh, uh speed so okay. you know i'll I'll set up behind the ball and I'll not behind the ball, but like I get what you're to saying, the yeah. side of the ball. Yeah. And then I'll take a few putting strokes looking at the ball and then I look at the cup and then I, that's when I look at the cup and I practice stroke, that's when I'm really timing it and pr- rehearsing my actual stroke. Yeah. And then I step up and literally do the same thing. So I just did. So your main thing. So they go in every the, time, the sum of all, not even close. The sum, so the sum <laughs> it just took me 20 strokes to get to yeah. that point. So the sum of all those parts is more or less your, your main focus is trying to leave the ball close to the hole, right? Like you're yeah. not so, you're not so much being thinking so aggressively that you're going to hold it every time, but you're like, let me give it a chance to go in. Yeah. But if I get the speed right, at least, then I know that I'm keeping it within a couple foot circle to, to most likely have a tap in for a two putt. Yeah. My main focus, my main focus is speed. Yeah. I would say that's probably most golfers focus. You want to, I mean, the ones that are actually, but that's one, one particular way of reading a putt. I mean, they go behind it. They go to the side. They do the, and I want to try to start doing the, uh, where they kind of oh halfway straddle it yeah so they feel if it's going left and right left and right mm-hmm. well also that that helps that helps you kind of break the putt down into two sections right yeah. so you stand behind it and you go okay the first six say it's a twelve foot putt first six feet of this putt I know is pretty flat but then all of a sudden you're like okay well I know it I know it t- 
tears off to the right, the second six feet. But then you don't necessarily know how much or how to gauge that from six feet away from the start of that break. Yeah. So then you step up on it and you basically look at it as another six foot putt. Mm -hmm. So instead of a 12 foot putt, breaking it down into two six foot putts, you know, it kind of helps you to differentiate between. And my, my eyesight's not the best at all. So that's why my, uh, I read my putt very quickly. I get a general sense. You don't want to overcomplicate. Right. You don't want to overcomplicate yeah. uh, it by trying to uh, focus too yeah. hard. Now, if now if 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 there's something on the line, I will go on the other side of the hole and get a general sense. I mm-hmm. feel like you can really see where your putting's where your putt's gonna roll if you go right behind the hole when you look at it from the opposite from side. The opposite side, yeah, yep. But yeah, which I need to be better at. I don't usually do that. I'm. I'm, I mean, you know me. I'm not. I'm not necessarily the most patient person. Yeah. So I, zero. I like to get. So I like to get up there. I take a good look at it. If I'm if I'm playing good that day and I feel like things are making sense, I will go to the other side of the hole and take a look at it. But the the things I'm looking at mostly are, am I uphill or downhill? Mm-hmm. And then which way is the putt breaking? That's that's really that's really all I think about. Yeah. But then again, you know, again, where you're, it's a public course, there could be people behind us. It's just, you know, it depends. <clears throat> also depends on what's on the line, too. Yeah. No, you're right. There's so many different factors. You're going to take a hell of a lot more time over a putt if you're playing your buddy for 100 bucks than if you're just playing. Absolutely, yeah. Then you're in a charity scramble, you yeah. know? Yeah. So charity scramble, you don't really care. You're I like, love you're, charity scramble. Well, everyone has a read. Yeah, exactly. Well, the the that, last three guys my, have a read. That's my point. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Assuming that first guy is some modicum of a decent putter yeah you know yeah if he skulls it off the map left then you didn't really get a read on that but Mm, you know what i mean you got four good guys yep well when you when you're in a group though it's three good guys ah 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 but you you're gonna be you're gonna be improving your golf game next thursday absolutely man i just want to narrow my misses that's it that's it just be in contention man I definitely think that they're going to get you. I might pull in, the trigger on irons too. Into something. Don't do that in the same visit. You I think, think you. No, no, no. No, I don't think you should. I think. What if there's well, a good well, set of irons there for the, the right price? Well, what, but here's my point. Well, why can't that be another segment? Why don't we get you fitted for a driver, go out, perform with that driver for a little bit, and then maybe like, you know, a month later or something like that, or a couple weeks later, we go in for another segment and we say, okay, we're going to fit Edwin in. We're not fit Edwin in some irons, but like. We're gonna take. We're gonna pull some off the rack irons, okay, and try and find Edwin an off the rack uh, setup instead of doing like a full custom fitting. Because then you get into like the fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars for a fucking set of irons. That's a little bit. Yeah, I, I don't plan I think, on buying brand new irons. I think. You, well, I think you could get a nice because you've seen that back rack that they have like in the used section. Oh yeah, in the, in the, the middle. middle, the middle side. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, there's oh. a hey little piggy hey there's a lot there's a lot of great sets in there that are like one or two years old models that are unhit and you can find good sets in there for like six five six seven hundred bucks yeah my main my main uh focus when it comes to irons is the weight Mm -hmm. and the lie angle yeah swing swing weight and lie angle that's all i i gotta be toe up man which again can be changed. I mean, they can they can very easily. You could buy any of those sets off that back rack there, and if you hit them good on the sim, they can easily turn it. You know, turn the toe two degrees up or whatever. See yeah. how, see how that works. And they even can do that in the like. You could grab seven iron off the rack if you say see a set there. You're like, oh, I like this. This probably fits me. Yeah. Grab a seven iron. Go back there with Ryan. Put the sticker on the face. See where you're missing it. But then he's also going to tell you also that you're not. That you're when you're jumping and stabbing at it like that, and like diving your the club head down at it, you're diving the toe down into the ground. So I think it's a combo of two things. I think you need one or two degree upright, get bring the toe up, mm-hmm. but you also need to work on I think keeping your hands low in your swing. Yeah, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. If I can keep my hands low in the swing, I may not need to toe it up. Exactly. But I think a combo of you trying to do that, maybe one degree up then, and yeah. try to really work on that. How about this? How about we focus on the driver shaft, three wood, maybe five wood? I kind of like a five wood. I want to get rid of my hybrid. I want to get rid of the hybrid, have a four iron, and then the next one is a five wood. 
What do you think? I like that. So, so I don't think, I, to be honest with you, if you're going to be fit with a driver, you're not going to need a three wood. You don't really need a three wood and a five wood in Florida. Well, uh, I want to kind of dominate par fives. You know, if if I want to be able to reach it. Yeah, but if you're hitting three hundred, if you're getting back to hitting three hundred yard drives like you used to, you're not going to need you, Matt. What are you going to have? Two. You're going to have two numbers. You're either going to have like. On a long par five, you hit a 300-yard drive. You're you're gonna have either 285, which is like a 600-yard, you know, or or 585 or something like that par mm-hmm. five, which is a lot of them down here. Or the short par fives that are like, you know, five 500 or even like 489. You're 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 not gonna need. You get what I mean? So you're so, either gonna so go you're to either a driver have, to a five wood. That's what that's I think is a good setup. If you're getting rid of the hybrid. So for instance, I'm driver five wood. I had a three wood, but it's too, it was too long. I can hit that thing 300 yards. There's no, I don't even need that. So I went down to five wood, but with stuck with my same shaft. Yeah. And then I have that hybrid, which I'm super accurate with these tight high draws that go like, you know, two, I'd say that goes like 255, 260. My five woods like 275. And then my drivers, you know, anywhere between 285 to 320, depending on how much I step on it. I'm curious to hit a five wood. I don't think I've ever hit one. I think I've hit yours a long time ago, but I don't. I don't remember anything about that. Oh, when I had the R nine. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what about this? How about this? Okay. So what if we do? We focused on when we get there. We focused on the whole um, fitting with the driver and the long clubs. I bring my irons, or at least my seven iron or something, and hit a couple with those, and get those get all those bent up. Yeah, absolutely. Just to play for yeah, a while. Yes, absolutely. Because that that would be that would help you deduce whether or not turning the toe up helps correct what's happening in your swing. Now, what if I started playing lights out just because the toe was up? Don't change it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, do, right? don't get new irons. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's so. I don't. I really don't think when we go and do your fitting, though. I don't think we should complicate it. I think we should just do driver because that's going to tell you a lot. Once you get driver, you're going to now know what you know what type of bend profile you like in the shaft Mm -hmm. what type of forgiveness you like in a driver head Mm -hmm. and then we're going to dial in swing weight while we're there with the long club too so you really can transfer all those statistics just cut down into a smaller package into a three wood or a five wood anyway yeah so i don't i don't really think we should i think we should just stick with driver just again to not overcomplicate it driver and five wood i want to put a i want to put a five wood in the bag and just toss that hybrid out because if the driver isn't working that day fairway finder five wood i need a fairway finder five wood yeah you know yeah yeah all right again i just think we should just stick with one club but whatever you win yeah but one club it's gonna be short it's gonna be a short video (laughs) no have you ever been fit for something nope have you seen the wall of shafts and heads they have in that place? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How's it going to be a short video, dude? <laughs> I don't know. I bet you. I bet you we could. We could easily. Now, what it what it edits down to? That's up to you, obviously. We also but, don't know what's in store. What Ryan has in store for us, so exactly, he might have some like little tricks up his sleeve. He probably does, and not to mention, remember we're tr- we're testing. So when you find a setup that you like, mm-hmm. and like he's analyzed a couple because di- he's gonna put he's gonna watch you swing a little bit with yours, and then he's gonna put shit together for you. Yeah, and then you're gonna hit on the GC quad, and you're also gonna hit on the uh, TrackMan because yeah. we want because we want to compare numbers and see how the difference in the two. Um, uh what, what what even what are those called there's Swing. an ambulance going by right now yeah yeah somebody died yep hopefully they're okay yeah what are those called um oh my god dude. the what the, the numbers no like a gc quad and a track man what are those called oh a uh god why are we doing this again i know right we're, we're so horrible um uh <laughs> <laughs> look it up bill we we just the amount the amount of blanks like just sheer blanks we do on this friggin podcast is a joke it's like <laughs> we are completely blanking right now what is this called average this is average golf. this is so this is average, average golfer's golf. mind launch monitor holy go fuck dude wow yeah i hope the microphone picked that up that was my anger slamming my phone you in got, anger you gotta stop 
slamming that stuff. Why? Because it picks it up on your mic, man. Your mic's attached to that desk you're leaning on. Doesn't I, pick it up on mine. I know, but I already apologized, so it's okay. All right. Okay. People are going to like the authenticity behind this, Edwin. Yeah. It's also, it's also uh, loud. But again, we already apologized for that. Okay. All right. All right. Slam away, man. Well, I'm not saying I need to do it in excess, but... Nope. Um, all right, so Slam it on your lap. I, <laughs> <laughs> and that was him gently putting it yeah. down. <laughs> so I, I want to circle back um, to kind of something that you were talking about, about the whole uh, Scotty Cameron thing. Yeah, your hoarding of Scotty Cameron. My hoarding of Scotty Cameron's. I want to kind of talk about the... Your problem? Not my, not, it's not only me, dude. It's, it's, a, it's kind of a phenomenon. I mean... It's a whole cult. Scotty the, Cameron it is. is a cult. It is. Yeah. No, no, I'm with you 100%, dude. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know if it's good marketing or it's just uh, w- me growing up and just being they're like Yeezys, and man. Playing a lot of golf. Yeah, they're like a, they're like an item that has become like a like a a, a collectible favorite yeah. type thing. I mean like look, I mean just like simple. Like look at this the putter I picked up today, right? This jet set. This These are already going for like twice retail on eBay. Jesus. And these don't even officially release to the public till tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. And so, that, what, sell it. Which, is, it. which is crazy. Hurry. No, no, I, I'm a collector, dude. Ah. Yeah, what the fuck? They're going to use it? I'll, I'll never use this. Yeah. It's going to go in my rack on my wall, like sit like this. The head cover will come off and sit on its little post. Okay. At some point, we will also don't be... Don't invite Jamie over. Well, no, because he'll burn my house down and take all that stuff, yeah. probably. But... It's just interesting, and I've I've had conversations speaking of Jamie about Scotty Camerons and head covers and putters and all these different things for years. And I was like, he'd always say like, "Oh, why don't you go?" Because I I used to game that um uh that one the old that old Newport two okay from like two thousand nine. I gamed that for literally till like two thousand nineteen. Like how'd, ten, you put, how'd you putt with it? Pretty good. Okay. Well, I got, you know, you get used to it after so many years and you get, you figure out how to putt with it. Yeah. So, and he would always tell me, he's like, why don't you get a new Scotty or something like that? And I'm like, why? I putt good with this. And then we were, we were out one evening drinking and we were talking about that in depth. And I said, I like to collect things. Like I have like, I have like 50 pairs of Jordans, you know, like all different colors. One specific one, the Jordan one Lowe's like I'm wearing right now. Okay. And I just, I, I that's the, like when I find something I like, I tend to collect it. Okay. Yeah. So, and I was, I held off, I staved off because I knew if I buy one more Scotty, I'm going to be like, oh man, well, like, let me start diving down the rabbit hole of like, what are the rare Scotties? What are the limited release Scotties? Are you these kind of already do though? I know. Is there a market for these things? Like, for, for one, for me to make money, two, for me to have these collectibles, three, it's relevant to my life because I, lo- I love golf. We have a golf podcast. We golf all the time. We have a lot of golf friends. It, it makes sense, right? But, and sure enough, I told him if I ever go down that, I'm never coming out because I know myself. Yeah. Like Jordans, every time they release this specific type that I like, don't, don't care what the colors I buy it. Like, even if I won't wear them, half of them I don't even wear. They're just in clear cases in my, or in their original shoebox, unseen in my guest room. All right. Yeah. That's cool. That's great. So, but what I'm saying is that it's crazy that just like a little piece of metal, and I feel like big time Cameron collectors, which I am not, by the way, but big time guys that have 20, 30 putters, I mean, hundreds of head covers, they they look at these as like a piece of art, not as a, it's a form of expression and a piece of art, not a putter, like they're going to go game it. You know, like someone because it's a Scotty camera because it's because it has the Scotty camera name on it, you know, not unsimilar to like people collecting watches like Rolex and Omega. Right. Yeah. There's I mean, I've said this before, maybe not on the podcast, but a, a G-Shock, a hundred dollar Casio G-Shock technically keeps more accurate time than a hand wound Omega Speedmaster or an automatic Rolex Submariner. These are five thousand and ten thousand dollar watches. The hundred dollar Casio G-Shock because it's battery regulated keeps way more accurate time than those watches do now those watches run perpetually and they never need a battery yeah so there's there's that trade-off there but you know they gain or lose you know five seconds a day oh geez those watches compared to losing no time one way or the other with a battery regulated watch that's again only a hundred dollars i guess uh you know it just depends on if you care more about time or 
looks for a name like Rolex that or Scotty Cameron and that, kind of, that can kind of translate to you know putters. Uh, my putter <clears throat> retails probably like seventy to a hundred dollars, mm-hmm. but I perform well with it. it does. I don't personally care for collecting. Yeah, Scotty Cameron's. Would I buy one? Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'd probably have that one if it improves my game for a long time. You know, and and that's and that's the crazy Tiger thing about Woods it. Had the I, same putter for a long time and won very many majors. He did tried new putters and he said, "Fuck this, give me my old putter back." Now he, he you got to remember too. He also had, you know, like you know, fifty renditions of that putter right at his house. It's not that I don't oh, know. Sure. It's that, well, the same putter, though. It's the it's same just, style putter. Same, he, same weight, same everything. He also likes things to look good. He does. Well, you, it's got to be pleasing to your eye. And yeah. I think that's one of the things where Scotty Cameron has capitalized on both a, a looks perspective, a high level of finishing, but then also playing the marketing game that is things like this jet set putter yeah. that just came out is limited release. And you know, people, people eat this shit up. If this didn't say limited release on it anywhere, it says it on the bump, the rear bumper of the putter and on the head cover. If it yeah. didn't say that it would not, I don't think it would have the allure that it does. Cause you know, people are suckers for marketing. Human nature is just that Absolutely. you tell me it's limited. You're telling me now that you're, you're making me think that, Oh, should I want that more so than, then I, because it's not going to come back. Because it might not come back. It's the thought of it never being released again that sparks something in your mind and something in your in the minutia of you that says, "I think I need that." And that's only relative to people that collect it. it you're right. You're 100 you know? percent right. Yeah. yeah. Out of all your Scotty Camerons, um, let me ask you this: the best. Well, this, this isn't a Scotty, by the way. Is not a Scotty. No, that oh. you know, you know that baby. You saw I gamed that for like a year and a half. I'll probably game that again in the future. Let me ask you this. That's the Logan Olson. That's a small batch. Um, uh, he's like a micro. He's like a small batch putter maker like Tyson Lamb. Okay. So cool. he kind of competes with Tyson Lamb. Looks like a Scotty. Yeah. It's a new. It's a Newport style head. Yeah. It's 345 grams, I think. Out of all your putters. Okay. Not, I'd say out of all your putters. Every putter that you've ever had and putted with. Mm-hmm. What is your... What is your favorite putter that you've performed the best with? Um, if let me re, let me rephrase that. If you had one putter to putt with for the rest of your life, which putter would you get? I mean, you got to factor in the looks, you got to factor in feel, and then your performance. Shooting low scores, you you feel confident. Yeah, you're going to drain putts with this. So putter. here's the thing: looks wise, the log, this Logan Olson that I have, yeah, that I I built, I bought the head by itself. Okay, and I put this shaft together, the grip together, all that stuff. Like the weight is dialed in for exactly what I'm looking for okay. in my game. This looks wise, looks the best to me. Really, when I when I'm on a green, it's I very f- minimal. Like. I f- I know I feel I feel great with this putter in my hand when I'm out on a green putting around. I think so. I think I would edge it to this because I need to like what I'm looking at. Whereas the mallet here, the Phantom 5 yeah. face-balanced one that's the single-bend shaft that I got recently that I'm currently gaming, st- technically is more forgiving, mm-hmm. which in my mind, I don't necessarily love the looks. It looks great. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. It's, but it's a, it's a far second to the, the Olsen, in my opinion. Does your putting stroke change between the two, between the mallet yes. and the blade? Yes, this is open to closed. This is straight back, straight through. Because again, here's the difference. See, this putter, when I hold it like this, see how the face is even, it's balanced. Yeah. Whereas when I hold this, and you're holding it kind of like sideways, kind of see see how much oh. toe, see the toe hang. So here's face balanced. Here's toe hang. Dying. So, so there's more. So in the putting stroke, it's more of an arc, where because there's weight out there in the toe, yeah. and that's what I was talking about with yours when you have the toe up. That weight is now playing more out in the open, so it promotes more of an open to closed. See, you have the you have about the same toe hang that I have in this, the same tang. <laughs> All right, so so if you're if you're invited to play a four round tournament for five million dollars, and they say we need you, which putter are you going to grab? Uh, and the, you can't change the, it. The mallet, the not Scotty. No, it's a Scotty. Still, oh, okay, still, the, still right, a Scotty, right, but the, right, the, yeah, the, 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 the Phantom the mallet. Yeah, the Phantom mallet. 
only because it's face balance. See how it's <laughs> so pretty weird. Yeah. yeah. But that, that happens because of the way the shaft is bent. You would really, you would really love that if you put yeah. it with that. You should put with this one day and tell me what you think of it. Yeah. Um, but because if there's that much money on the line, I'm there. I'll, I'll You're going to choose the perform exactly. performance putter. I want something that's statistically going to give me an advantage as opposed to looks. If I had to putt with something for the rest of my life and you told me I could never own another putter, it would be this this setup with the Olsen. If you were to ask Jamie the same question, mm-hmm. which which set of clubs would you grab, he would he would miss the tournament because he'd have no hair. <laughs> yeah. He'd be in his garage pulling his hair out going, wait, but oh my God, but what if I'm in this situation? Oh my God, but what about this? What if I'm in, what if I'm short-sighted and I'm in the, I'm in the upper lip of a bunker? Oh my God, I can't bring that wedge set. Jesus. <laughs> You're right. He would never show up to the round. He would withdraw. <laughs> he somehow fits all of his shafts together like one of the Russian dolls. Mm-hmm. And he just secretly <laughs> p- pulls it off. Well, you've seen him when we play. I mean, he's got... Any given day we play, I guarantee you he has at least one extra driver shaft in his bag. That that if he's driving so illegal, if he's driving well, he won't swap it. But if he's not, well, as you pick that up, that brings me into a whole other category. That is a part of the whole. No, there's no ting, 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 ting. ting. Uh, I am going to find one, dude. It's going to be. It's going to be epic. That's going to be so weird. It's going to be funny. But that brings me into the whole head cover um, thing because that's part of the Scotty Cameron phenomenon the collector yeah. know, collectability of these things yeah. is is head covers i mean it's it's unreal like both both of these right here so this is a i have a blue gray and blue or charcoal and blue uh jackpot johnny custom no, that's pretty cu- sick. custom I shop like head that. cover yeah. right so this is cool this is for a blade Be, these are coveted man i mean these are on if you do something through the custom shop i think you can get these for like 74 bucks but you have to be customizing a putter with them uh, you can't. I don't think you can just go in there and buy so this. So by itself, that's probably a hundred and hundred and fifty bucks for this. So if you find Jesus. this se- r- second hand somewhere, these are like hundred and fifty bucks. Same with that one. That's custom shop mid mid round mallet. It's the cash is king. It's like purple and gold. That that's like in new in the packaging. If you found that somewhere, it's like three hundred bucks. I feel like this type of head cover. It looks one. It looks like it can house a full whopper from burger king yeah yeah i feel like this would just turn me off because it's like i gotta do one and two yeah it is a bit it, it is a, I, I mean, like put, those i mean put the, like put the putter in it and like see the process i mean you've never done it before so no i've i've never owned a mallet yeah see i go like there you the, go and then tuck like, tuck it in there yep like the spider the spider to me is is it's like a it's like a tarantula killer Right. Oh, the spider, the uh, it just the tailor made, yeah, yeah, because that's a big, that's a square back cover. All right, pull this out of my bag. Yep, I go. I, I okay, flip, well, I, okay. Yep, I do that. I pull it off. I don't throw it ever. And then you just go. Yeah. See. Meanwhile, the people behind you are hitting into you because it took you a solid two minutes to put your head cover back on. But. No, but that, I mean, that's the, that's part of the, the allure. I think it's not only are these putters a, a thing, a, like an art form. Absolutely. It's the head covers too, because of all the stitching and all the colors. And I mean, tour, like a tour head cover for a Scotty is at minimum $500. And there's some limited, like limited tour head covers that are like thousands of dollars just for some fabric and some Velcro because it has a circle T on it. Unbelievable. Like, you know, oh, I totally forgot about that other, that tour putter that i have that's at that's getting redone right now at scotty totally oh. jesus i should remember that one so i actually have so i have one two three i have four scotties and a logan olsen that's my that's the extent of my collection and i probably i don't know i probably have 15 head covers maybe i have a d- bunch of different in a box ones. bunch yeah a bunch of different ones at the house no nice. no they're on po- they're on those little posts yeah like di- kind of displayed I don't know if I, and I, my mind could change uh, if I ever putt with the Phantom, if I'll ever own a mallet, you know? I, I kind of like this blade. You like the slash, tra- traditional look of it. Yeah. I, which I agree with you. That's like what I was talking about, about the Olsen. I love the look of just a traditional skinny blade. Yeah. But I do like the weight at the, at the club head. Yeah. But you know, so. you, can, you can achieve that. That's why the you know, blades have weighting systems in them. You know, like this, the jet setter here has, I think this has two 30 gram weights in the bottom. See? That can be changed. Those can be pulled out. Oh, yeah. And you can put heavier, you can put flathead he- there. Yeah, you can put heavier oh, weights. Oh, never mind. That's not a flathead. 
it's a it's a special little tool that has like little prongs ah, that go in yeah, those yeah, little yeah. indentations. Okay. Yep. Nice. Well, I might have changed my mind. So, and uh, yeah, you can get that could be a thing too. I mean, we could down the road we could uh we could do like a big we could do another putting segment and we could do it on the um putting green at golf guys. Yeah. We could get a test a bunch of putters, you know. I don't know. To me, I I'm more I'm more performance. I, I want to shoot lower scores, so just, at, at, at that point i don't care what it looks like or what names on it this would help you dude tell whatever me. you know i i'll probably putt with this for a long time mm-hmm. unless one day i get another putter who knows yeah. but more so for me and a lot of other average golfers um don't care for the look they just want to putt to me i think if someone's got a real badass limited edition scotty cameron and they they're they're playing with it means, means and i have an odyssey you know whatever that is works and i shoot way lower than them oh you oh I, you win you know, oh of course you know that absolutely a hundred percent yeah a hundred percent i'd say hey bro sell your scotty because it's hurting you well that's why i think a lot of a lot of people don't like a lot of people are game like if you're gaming, like if you're a guy that's shooting in like the mid '80s and you're gaming a Circle T Scotty, like a five thousand dollar putter, I, I look. You must be in the I, like '60s. Constantly. I look at you. I look at you, and I'm like, score not age. I'm like, man, nah, it's pointless, dude. You know, because again, I've got all these nice putters, but I I'm playing with this just factory Phantom. Yeah. Phantom you know, it's not because again, like, I, could I afford the 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 Circle T version of this? Mm-hmm. Sure, but what is that going to do for me? Nothing. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. You might shoot your first round in the no, 60s. It's a similar... T- but I'm saying I'm not good enough to to warrant that. I don't even think... I think the tour guys, in some cases, are not good enough. Like, they're, 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 what's the point of them playing with these... And now, they're giving these putters for free. They're giving the putters Again, for free, but they're also, the, like, built for them to their specs. But that's more of a weight and a metal perspective. Putting the Circle T stamp on it... So again, the 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 way this started is back in the I think it was late '80s, early '90s. And again, our listeners and viewers, whatever, correct me if I'm wrong on by that. A guy, by a guy named Scotty Cameron. So Scott, so Scotty Cameron was building putters, <laughs> right? And he would build put he would build putters for the mass market, and he would also have some that he was shipping to tour events mm. for players. And he would on the outside of the box or on the outside of the bag where the putter was, similar to that bag, he would put a he would put a T and circle it right circle t but that's just to indicate that those need to be shipped to that tour event ah you see so that's how that whole thing started so then it, that's where the line of kind of tour proven or tour built putters yeah came from which again here's the marketing side of it are are the materials that much different or that much more expensive to warrant like a the circle t version of this is $5500 ew i paid I think three fifty for this. You want me to for, carve for a fan. circle, uh, <laughs> yeah. a circle on for you? Can you laser etch a circle on that? And I'll just sure. carve. No, but again, that's my point. Is because of the marketing and because of the allure behind it, people go after those. Now, is it a is it a status thing? Is it a little bit of a subtle flex to have a circle T to be gaming it? Sure, but you hey, better it's not a su- subtle flex. You better There's be an ultimate flex. You better be a scratch golfer if you're playing. If yeah. you're gaming a circle T. I want you to have, I hope, and again, I'm not judging, but you have either spent some time on a tour playing professional golf, have at minimum competed in college golf. Or money's no issue. And, or money's no issue. Or you're like a pro, you're like a big deal pro in like Naples, Florida. And like, and you know, one of your members gave it to you. Like, or you won it off him in a gamble or something like that. You know what I mean? Like more so if someone locally has a Scotty, uh, circle T it's more than likely going to be a collector. Absolutely, just collect it. Absolutely, yes. probably never play that. I wouldn't think so. Yeah. No, like I'll never game my the my circle T that I have the Delmar. I'm probably to be honest with you, I'm probably going to sell it. So, so I notice on your putters, except for the brand new one, you have similar grips on there. Yep, um, similar, same as yours, I think. I I, <clears throat> I put this grip on all my putters that I game. Super Stroke. I have you got the flats, all right. Uh, I have the Pistol GT Tour. So it's a little bit smaller than yours. See how it's got the pistol up in the oh, upper yeah, yeah, hand? Yeah, so yeah, hold, yeah. Put, it, put both hands on it and feel the difference. You see? See how see how the, there's the pistol in the butt end of the handle there that pops out? See how oh, that, yeah. I and see. see how yours kind of goes straight up? Yep. So what do you have here? You have the Flatso 
still super stroke though. In my opinion, these I mean these grips are are some of the best in the in the game for gaming. I think a lot of those tour <laughs> I think a lot of those tour guys are playing smaller smaller like you know old Pingman style or old Scotty like Pistolini style grips yeah. because they want more feel because they're that good. They're that much in control. Yeah. I don't want I don't want a lot of hands and wrist play in the stroke. I just kind of want to go straight back, straight forward and hope that it goes in the hole. Yeah, I used to I used to have the uh the standard grip on this was like a little tiny fin one. Mm-hmm. Putted with that for a while, but then like I went to uh, not to plug again. I went to yeah, golf, guys, golf guys and uh, looked at the grips, and I wanted to get a super stroke. You know, they have all these little different displays that you can just hand you handle, mm-hmm. and uh, it all came down to the fatter uh, um, super strokes. And the next question the guy asked me is like, "You want a round one or flat one?" Mm-hmm. And I just grabbed them both, and I was like, oh. and "That felt good." I actually didn't. No, at the time, it was fifty fifty, and I just said eh, flat because I was like caught on the spot. I was like, yeah, I just yeah. said one thing, flat, flat, yeah, yeah, and I'm putting great with that. Well, you know, I like and, it. and even and they had there's so many friggin' variations. Like, let me grab this other, the old Newport two that I gamed here. If you look at this one, like that, this one's even slightly different. So that's a that's a little bit bigger. It's it's a GT, but it's a oh, little it bigger, yeah, a little bit bigger than this one. You see. So similar. I like that style though that has the pistol up here in the hand because it yeah. fills your butt, your bot, your your back hand a little better. Because I begin my putting stroke with my left hand. Yeah, I don't. I never like to think that I'm pulling the putter away with my when I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. You're not supposed to start your putting stroke with your hands. Some people mm. do, and I'm a, I'm very much a feel player. I'm very much a creative player. I'm not like a. That's what golf should be, and it's what it's being. It's what it's promoted when you go get lessons. Is it's all yeah. feel. Yeah, like I like to feel the putter coming away with my sh- my shoulders, my core, and my left hand. I never, I, my right hand. You're basically I, just leading everything. Exactly, yeah. exactly, and that works like a Deschambeau style, but not as straight left arm. Well, as well, no, he because he uses an arm lock ah, like that's this. Right. That's so, true. So does Will Zalatoris, and he just won. So it forces you to do that. Exactly. Left side. It, 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 if exactly, it locks that off. So you're almost like pushing. You're almost like pushing back. Yes. With the left hand. Yep. And arm and pushing through. Yes. I'm, I try. Right and hand is just there to just support it, and keep it, keep steady. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> to keep steady. Absolutely. Absolutely, Edwin. Absolutely, Edwin. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't think I'll ever go back to the uh, standard grip, putting grip, putting I, grip. I wouldn't. I mean. Be, Again, you and I, you we're never going to be tuned up enough, and we're never going to have that good a feel. I mean, maybe we will one day if we continue golfing as much mm-hmm. as we are, but I don't foresee that happening. So I would like, for my gamer, I would like every technical advantage I possibly can get to help me shoot low scores. Yeah, that's really oh, what really. It's really what it comes down really? to. Really? Yeah. I I hope everyone remembers what why it just said. Okay. After my video, we're going to do a club fitting for Wyatt. Oh, God. Because <laughs> he wants the best equipment for his game. I do. All right. You should get fitted, man. All right. Can we well, do that? Will that be will our you next? promise me on this episode of Average Golfers <clears throat> Only mm-hmm. with Wyatt and Edwin that you'll get fitted and we'll do your thing? For what club? Do you want to say my, should, I follow, should my segment follow yours? I think you should. Um, mm, oh, it depends on what you want to do. Yeah. No, I'm saying should my second like we we do a, your driver fitting and then like a month later we do my driver fitting <clears throat> and then we stagger like that and then we do your iron fitting and then we do my iron fitting. I have all sure, yeah. I have all brand new equipment though. That's going to be hard for me to like get rid of it. No, you would be getting rid of it. I mean, the driver could change the irons. I'm just saying you might get also I different don't, shafts different weights at the end or if yeah. you need it in lie angle and maybe you need to de-loft stuff or so this is just more of a more. discovery process than anything else i don't yeah. necessarily have to get you'd rid of my stuff you'd and, be probably surprised on the numbers that you get i agree i think i think our uh, listeners would be very surprised on the numbers my ball speed's i don't know 180 so i i don't know mine <laughs> i'm that was a, that was a joke. It, oh. it, it is it is up there, but it's wow, like that's pretty good, man. It's like one seventy two. It's not one eighty. But okay. I'm curious to see all my stuff. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna eat right. You know, the night before, I'm gonna get a solid eight hours. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna wake up. I'm it's gonna just have a, a driver fitting, bro. Breakfast. Okay. I'm gonna do a a short ten minute stretch yoga session. Okay. Right. 
are you going to do the rest of the day? Because we're doing this at like six o'clock. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. No one's going to be there. What, you're going to do all this at 5 a.m. and then just lay yeah. down for, okay, for I'm gonna, 10 hours? I'm going to do a fucking eight-hour yoga session. By the time I get there, I'll be... God, I'll look like a piece of spaghetti, yeah. a spaghetti monster. Let's go sit in the sauna for nine hours. Oh, yeah, didn't make it. Sweat it all out. That went past down. This. <laughs> okay, I'll make sure I take a nap. There we go. There we go. I'll take a nap. Be okay. rested. Get a coffee or something. You know, when you wake up, wake up at like three ish. You know, if you're going to take a midday nap, okay. I still think get up, do your morning routine, do your stuff. No, I'll be ready. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll be, be ready. ready. We don't need to dive into it. I'll be ready. So, um, let. <laughs> Let's, I forgot all about that. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's wrap this cast up with a um with a friendly challenge that we're putting out there toward oh, wow. time flies, man. Toward to I know it really when you well, when you're having fun, I mean That's it. You know, we're shooting the shit having fun. Yeah, I'm getting a haircut. We didn't we don't care, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> But I you, do. You're <laughs> so so do, so does anyone that interacts with you. They want to see a clean cut Edwin. You're also getting some mm, new tires. So exotic clean cut, yeah. You know, that's that's a fun day. Yeah. Front tires are pretty dangerous right now. Yeah. <laughs> um so let's let's end this podcast on uh a friendly call out of some golf friends of ours. Edwin and Wyatt, the dynamic duo of average golfers only, is challenging verbally Mark Higginbotham and Captain James Webb to a low ball two man pop stroke Ooh. event. That's and I say we put dinner and beers on the line. I've been there once and uh I got serious. <laughs> I got pretty serious. Did you bring your own putter? No, I wish I had. See, I feel like we should no, I feel like if we're gonna do this, we can't do it with our own putters. Ah, uh, okay. We yeah. do it with we no, keep, I like that. Keep the playing field even. I like that. All right, so that's you've heard it here official. Two V two. Two V two, low ball, team game. Yeah. Um Loser buys the uh, the other two uh, dinner and beers at Pop Stroke thereafter. Oh, that's right. They have like a full on. Yeah, thing they got there. they got a full nice. they got a full yeah. thing. Yep, and we can we can shoot some video content while we're there too. That'll be fun. Yeah, and then maybe one day we can do a Top Golf one. Yes. Yep, that would be fun. I like that. Hell yeah, man! All right, well, who's gonna crumble though? Mm, I think I think Mark is gonna crumble. He's probably gonna punch some kid in his face. He will. He will. Because you know how that place is like a free for all. There'll be some like six oh, yeah. six year olds running over our holes, and Mark yep. will yell at them. I guarantee it. They're little. Oh, I can't have that. He will yell at them for it's sure. A, it's a fun time for kids, man. Isn't there? Two, isn't there two uh, two courses? Yes, there's, there's the, the tiger there's one, the, and then there's, there's the easy the one. Cub course, I think. I think one's the tiger and one's the cub. Oh, we're playing the tiger one for sure. Yeah, the harder one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I feel like nobody. But I wonder if the Cub Course. I've never played it. Every pop stroke I've been to, I've been to the the one in Sarasota and the one down here, and I've only played the Tiger Course mm. every time. I've been to this one maybe five times. I've been to the Sarasota one twice. Which, by the maybe way, maybe we should play Sarasota, the Cub Course. Sarasota one is pretty dope, by the way. Is it even called the Cub Course? Yeah, it is. Cub, tiger, tiger, and a cub. Get it? Tiger babies. Duh. Cubs. Why don't we play both of them? Why don't? Why don't okay, why, yeah. that's the challenge. Two man, we have to play both courses. Lowest out of so it's like a two round. We'll do like an aggregate, yeah, like journey. a low, low ball aggregate, yeah, yeah, I like that. All right, you heard it here first. We're calling them out, and you always have to have your beer with you because they have those little cup holders on each hole. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, we could do that. Even should we should we, we should we make it even harder? And we, you have to play with a beer in your hand, your left hand, the whole time, and put one. No, no, okay, no, too, no, too, no, too far, no, too far. Yeah. Okay, All right. uh, cup holders. Okay. Well, maybe we should do a. Ch- we should mix in a challenge hole though. One hole on each course. You have to do that. You have to put one. Okay. The whole t- the whole hole. All right. Each person has to put. I'll bring one a backpack in. full of beers. Well, they serve beers there. What yeah, I know, about? but yeah, well, they don't come around. They do. They have. Barely. They have an app that you can order, and they'll come find you on the hole you're on. Ah. Uh, <laughs> these, these people keep ordering every hole. <laughs> Gee, golly, Willikers. All right. Um, that's that was en- fun. That's enough, dude. Yeah. Hit that button right there, man. Thanks for listening. Average golfers only. Putt stuff. 
I'm still happy you made that uh, that title. That's a good yeah. one. That'll Hell get yeah, some, that'll get some chuckles, I think. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Yep. Like on Spotify. I'll say this every time. Do it. Hundred likes. Every, uh, why it will get a TikTok. Yep. And uh, also uh, keep your eyes peeled for uh, our upcoming YouTube content. Uh, yep. The uh, uh, our initial video will be Edwin's fitting. I'm excited. Bags, bro. I think Bags. we're gonna have a good time. Okay, bye.